Want to bring the A7FL to your town? Well, you're in luck. Between now and October 1st, we are still taking applications to buy a division in the American Sevens Football League. Join Columbus for our 2023 season now. For more information on it, go to a7fl.com slash owners. That's a7fl.com slash owners. Get your piece of the future of football and bring us to your town. When the other leg's missing. Come on inside. The Vegas Media Hype Studios in the entertainment capital of the world. Ever heard a nugget porn? We're starting with nuggets (laughs) already. Well, hi. And nuggets and corn. I think is what I heard. uh, I heard the Vikings say corn. Uh Nuggets and corn. Well, welcome to the Junior Seau 55th edition, the double nickel edition of the other side of the ball. And I really have a big ass shiny head. But Bruce (laughs) Bochies is still a bigger head than mine. I actually shave. You want. I'm, that motherfucker smooth. smooth. You look smooth, good, Charlie. Yeah. Anyhow, hi. My name is uh, Anthony, and I'm the host of the show. But I do have a uh, full panel with me today. Um, yeah. On one yeah. end, we have the division manager, and um, I'm not going to talk trash. And I just want to say thank you for letting me come to your house. The godfather of Krypton from the Fortress of Saw to the division manager, Chris Vera. What's up, y'all? And by the way, it was uh, nice having you over. As usual, we got to talk football, which I love. Indeed, indeed. And one uh, of you got to talk football. The other one got an ass whooping. Yeah, well, I took that ass whooping. I'll, I'll call it out now. I took that ass whooping. <laughs> which but we is, got which, to talk football. It was yeah. something I was not expecting because I've been saying it was going to be a close game all week, and I was not expecting a 40-burger, and let alone Chris McCaffrey not being the leading rusher on the team, for that matter. It was a close game. <laughs> it, at one point, it was 21-10. to 10. Yeah, At one point, it was 0-0. Zero zero. Exactly. That was a close game. <laughs> it was a tie. That was a close game. To my left, um, he is the Dr. Dre of A7FL, mm. Nevada and Los like Angeles. That. Just as long as you're not the Tupac. No. <laughs> he has his own label. He, he has his own aftermath. And um, he is tough. He's very high. Um, his Wolverines are defeated. The Rebels are 4-1. and one, And it's Cannon Week. And his Lions are 4-1. and one, Mr. Derek Duncan. What's up, y'all? Vegas in the building. Michigan doing good. Detroit doing good. It's a good time to be Derek Duncan. Florida State doing good. Florida State doing good. The Nittany Lions doing good. Like all the everybody. teams, Colorado, like trying to do something for themselves. Dion doing good. Like everybody I follow is doing well right now. Not some of them aren't doing as well as others, but everybody's having a positive season. It makes me happy because that's not normally my life. And Being a Lions fan and a White Sox fan. Man. And he's also a championship owner, too. Don't forget that part. Let's not forget that. that. And, and a Laker fan, so you know what's it. La- go Warriors. Last but not least. Yeah. Um, and take the A's with you. Somebody is um, celebrating a birthday today. Oh. From the Rainbow Bridge of Osgard, uh, Stormbreaker and Millionaire are celebrating the Vikings, Scott McCorkle. Top of the morning. How you guys doing today? Um, so we do have some guests today. We have yes. some guests yes, in yes, the studio. Yes. Some guests uh, virtual. And also, we have a number you can call in, 702-608-3259, 702-608-3259. So if you want to talk anything that is the American Sevens Football League as we are counting down to fall, which is less than 60 days away for those that are counting. Fall might be better than spring season. Those who can count. You're going on a limb. Yep. Mm. Well, look, a Vegas team won both. I don't know both. about the championship. I don't know about the championship, <laughs> but, like, just overall, I like, especially from, like, our division standpoint, seeing how – like all the blowouts and everything that were happening, I don't necessarily see it going like that this that, this fall, bro. That didn't happen in fall last season. I don't see no, that happening this no. season. I think guys, I, I think guys are getting it together. Yeah, it, it, the division definitely spread out. Sick with it didn't move an inch. <clears throat> I don't think. But outside of them, I think there's been a lot of movement, and it's going to be exciting. 
Now, but, it's going to be really weird when spring comes back around, but we'll stick to fall. For now, you know what? For those that are counting, it is exactly 53 days away until throw off. God. Sweet. And by the way, I seriously want to use Oh, hold me. Oh, what the heck? What the heck? You Did want I me just... to hold you? Man, well, obviously, you? Debo got a hold of me. So, hold anyway. Hold me. <laughs> Let me hold on. Let me tuck the chain in. If somebody ends up busting out, hold me about Benuto. I'm leaving the set right now. Oh, dude, I'm gone. But anyway, I kind of want to use what Derek told me earlier. Go for it. No secrets. Yeah. Well, you know. So except for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Damn you! So I can't use it. Was it the new tagline? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Debut it. So just we don't, gotta, just we don't gotta, step on it. No, I'm not. Debut it. Don't I'm step on gonna it. I'm not going to step on it. I'm okay. going to try to do it justice. <clears throat> so we got we got simple tagline that we got to start using. Okay. For this show. Yes. Okay. For everything Nevada A7 related. Yes. All right. Okay. Two seasons, one cup. Well, yes, sir. Not wrong. <laughs> Two seasons, one cup. He's not wrong. I like him. Um, that's a shirt. I like it. And, uh, oh, that's more than a shirt. And Blaze in the background just said, that's a shirt. That's yeah. more than a oh, shirt. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. definitely. That's a hat. That, that's Two the hashtag. Seasons, one cup. Oh, that's a hashtag. Mm-hmm. That's Bump, everything. Or Two seasons, one chip. Perhaps maybe a bumper sticker. One no, cup. no, 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 no. One, one cup. cup. I like one cup. One cup. It's got to be one cup. We just got to rename the championship trophy the. All right, yes. so we are going to go to our first you know guest. Um, do to that when we win it again next year. Mama Blaze, are you there? Well, she was on. See, right this is now. the thing I'm trying to avoid on this show. Nah, you look at Quan and go, Quan, no, are we ready? Right? <laughs> and then when Quan goes, we're good. Then we go, okay, okay. we're prepared. <laughs> sounds like we have a caller on the line. <laughs> <laughs> well, right wow. now it sounds blank. So right. while we await. Um, Mrs. Blaze, Mom Blaze, um, she is joining us from location. Um, so, guys, 53 days away from the fall. What's the one thing you're looking forward to other than just getting back at it? Motherfucking contact, baby. Let's get it. Wow. I want to hit Damn, something. Man. I want to get hit. Like, I'm, I'm fucking excited, man. When Scotty like, said he wants to hit something, I'm always scared. Well, there's... there's that's, a, that's, I'm just that's, calling that's, that's it. I'm calling statement. it as I say it. As factual I see it. Statement. Well, you know, my, my normal pregame speech to, to the opposing line is I, I, I'm, I'm in about two, four locos and three blue chews. So let's get some shit popping. Do you blue chews. Do you actually chew the blue chew? No, that. I mean, and here we go. I just had to I was gonna say something wild, but I, I'm on probation. I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's another. We it's play another, with a lot of cops, and I'm on probation. And so all I'm, I can I'm say, calm. all I can say is, it's another word that begins with B, but ends with TT. Got it. And oh, there's, there's a U in there somewhere. Far. I was thinking about crushing them up into mm-hmm. some whole other shit. But sure, you were. Do you know what boofing is? Uh oh. Oh God. It, it, it's when you blow drugs into somebody else's butthole. Okay, that's a thing. Matt, you can still Matt, you can still eat your chocolate ice cream, buddy. Yeah. Don't, don't no don't. no. I think no. he's done. <laughs> <laughs> Between yeah, the two champ, the two seasons and one, one cup. Chip. Yeah. yeah, one cup. And um, boofing, by, I, I think chocolate way, ice cream is out the door. I might have thrown up just a little bit in the back. By, of my by throat. the way, um, just saying, Mrs. Duncan. Hi, Miss Jen. And uh, Matt said happy birthday. Oh, so thank you. Thank you guys very much. Birthday. Love you guys. Very I much. didn't see that. My wife said happy birthday to you. Yeah, that's she that's likes you. Special. I love you guys. Yeah, you guys we love you awesome. guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so while we await Mama Blaze, um, we are going to go to our oh. guest in studio. Wait, oh, wait, wait, hold on. Wait a minute. Maybe. Do we have her? 
Ooh. We ready? Okay. okay. Mama Blaze, are you there? Oh, oh I think I heard, heard something. Uh, yep, yeah. we got you. We can actually see you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you, you violated podcast rules, though. I see a light behind your head. I know. I know. God damn it, Nick. My head right here. You know what? Just say it's your halo. Right. right? It's your halo. I really hope. But you got a light in front, so it's okay. We, I see, I, we, we have Mama Blaze in the house. Of course, she is tied down to our producer, Mr. Nick Blaze, and she is the Reno area manager. So, Mama Blaze, first off, uh, thank you for coming on. And how is the uh, pursuit going in getting uh, Reno A7 ready? Oh, I'm excited. So, uh, I've been back and forth with the venue. I've gotten pretty much that almost 100%. And uh, we're going to be... Uh, indoors for the fall and we're going to look to go outdoors in the in the spring and then um last night and the night before i was i was recruiting at the college so where i was at unr that's not a college hitting up all the football that's like a, that's like a, that's like a trade school <laughs> I, was gonna say, I used to I understand i don't know about college, understand for derek it is canon week. A, so I oh, is it? It is Cannon Week. Yes. And they are Cannon Fodder. Yes. Just so we're clear. Yes, they are. Yes, they, they are winless on the season, are the Nevada Wolfpack. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, Liz. Did, did you say Wolfpack? A long way since. That's Colin the mascot, the Wolfpack. It's, the, it's a Wolfpack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's kind of where I was going. Derek knew where I was going. So, yeah. my next question, Mama Blaze, is um, how many teams are you looking to field this upcoming fall season? A uh, minimum of four. Okay. Uh, we would like, of course, more than that, but four definitely at this point. So let me jump in here real but, quick. So Janelle, a.k.a. Yes. Mama Blaze, are we doing a regular season in Reno? Or would you like to tell us what's actually happening so we know why we know we're asking for four teams or something different? Oh, okay. So actually, that's not what's happening. You're, you're right. Up. You're right. Good um Sorry, my dog is deciding now no, he wants to to be right here. <laughs> no, I see, I, see him. I see him right behind me. Well, you I just told him my girl there is over here. Um, so what we're said doing, what we're actually going to do is a tournament. Uh, it's going to be like 10-minute tournaments. A bunch of different teams coming together. Um, uh, Five-minute halves and then... Um, as many teams as I can get just going, um, I'm, I'm looking actually for the fraternity houses out here to grow their own team. And then I would like to compete them against each other. Um, and then, nice. um, yeah, it's going to be like three days of tournament style. So that's exactly what we're doing. Thank you, Derek, for, for, so have you been talking to all that. them polys out there that, that play rugby and in the rugby clubs and the lacrosse guys and all that? Cause I got a bunch of Dude, friends that went to, to UNR, and those guys. This would have been prime for everybody just fresh out of high school. That well, we got to think about the intramurals too, right. because they play a lot. Man, they of play a lot flag of flag football. They play right, look, a lot of flags. Two yeah. drums, Bob. Number one, Scotty has friends. Oh, wow. Number two, there's well, polys. No <laughs> friends. I will be very clear in. I got like two of them left that still talk to me. The rest kind of cut ties, that's, and I understand that. that up until now. I wouldn't really would have kept me around either. <laughs> that, that makes a little more sense. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, to, to elaborate on Janelle's uh, statement earlier, so in both Reno and L.A., right. instead of running fall seasons because we didn't have the attraction that we needed to field a team to get people out consistently every week, mm. we're doing three tournaments mm. with at least a $1,000 cash prize 
$20 buy-in for yep. the players to get in and trying to get as many people into the venue, building, whatever it is. In Reno, we are working with the Sports Dome where it's going to be an indoor game. Okay. And it'll be our indoor rules because now, in Reno, you can't, they won't allow you to play on a grass field outdoors after December, sorry, for, right. after December 1st yeah, because so it, it breaks the grass. grass. So, so we're taking it indoors to the Sports Dome. Janelle did a great job locking those folks in. They're in contract negotiations to finalize everything right now, but we're good there. Okay, so quick question on that, just to expand real quick. You said it's a $20 per player registration. Yeah. Um, now, will that be a everybody enters a pool and there's like a draft system, or is it like you're entering as a team, but the fee is assessed per player? The fee is assessed per player, and I'm not sure the answer to the other part, but we should okay. probably. So let's get back to Janelle. The, the, we're doing the one thing that I think that our podcast doesn't do very well which is it's stay on the guest we, we, we get the guest on it. and then we talk no, look i'm okay. the guiltiest person ever right now and I'm, <laughs> what i'm complaining about is me who's the culprit so janelle i'm a fan so i'm just watching like i've been watching every other week exactly so it's all good <laughs> i just want to know have you also gone into like tahoe and recruit there also yeah um we got fernley uh we're going into carson we're going into tahoe where else did we go we've Sparks. we've been around we've been around i i'm the creepy person who walks up to guys and goes hey you play sports <laughs> i remember that <laughs> so janelle as long as it's not at the gym while they're bent over that's my job i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just saying I'm just saying lord help so Jan saying. janelle tell us about your background how did you come to a7 and more importantly how'd you come to football you have like an alfalfa. Well, like yeah, it's right here, right here in the middle. I grew up uh, playing NFL Blitz. That's where mine would have started, right? We didn't have the options that men had, you know? Um, so I ended up I ended up learning how to play football in the back of a restaurant, believe it or not. Um, I got what was uh, an opportunity to play <laughs> professional women's, and I had no clue what the basics were. I mean... We play, I played video games, right? But that was as far as I ever got. So I learned in the back of a restaurant, all the cooks showing me how to play. And I learned what a two, four hole was and all the, you know, all the zebra Z plays and all that good stuff. So um, I played for three years for the Las Vegas showgirls. And that was my, my introduction to, to football. And then how did I get involved in this? Uh, I, I, I'm a good woman who supports her husband and my husband got involved. So I was like, I'm going to help him as best I can. And, and that's how I got involved with you guys. Yeah, and I fell in love with this. This is fun. So with the whole, like, without getting political, the whole Kaepernick thing turned me off to NFL. Um, and I now think you're that in Reno where the Kaepernick thing started, though. right? He was a Now you're in Reno where the Kaepernick thing started. I know, so I know. You and, and they don't like so, him up there anymore, which I find strange. I, I, I wouldn't it be cool? Well, let's, yeah. Um, it's a whole other, the, that's a whole other story. On one side or the other. So, uh, um, so I just got turned off for football, and this kind of filled a hole. Like, this was my my football now, and I, I haven't really watched that's NFL nice. much. I kind of watching it now more, just because the Niners are so amazing. But. Um, <laughs> But this has filled the hole. It definitely has. No comment. I know. I still you love should you, Chris. comment. No, I'm not going to so, comment. I'm still love you. Do you have more questions for her? Are we freestyling now? No, I have one more question. So um, when you did play, what was your position? 
I was no sackle. And well, I was no sackle in O-line. Um, I was, uh, I, I, I'm a diehard Niners. Okay. I was at the point at that point, but, uh, Jamal Williams was who I looked up with up to at that time. So that's how it tells you when I was playing, he was a nose tackle for San Diego at the time. And he was a big guy and he was just getting in there. And that's just kind of who I looked up to. So, uh, I loved playing nose tackle. I had, I, I sacked some women. Quarterback must go like down do and must go down hard. From time to time. All right, so to do a quick promo <laughs> and to bring you into the fold. So I just got off the phone with Dr. Jen Walter, the very first female coach of any NFL franchise, who is going to be hosting a female camp the Thursday before Super Bowl. And we are partnering with her to bring that camp to Las Vegas and host it somewhere in Las Vegas. Actually, it's going to be the Las Vegas sports. Excuse me. Let me go ahead and say we'll be at the Las Vegas Sports Park at 1400 North Rampart at 10 a.m. on the Thursday before Super Bowl, which I believe is February 1st. Could be January 31st, but I believe it's February 1st. Uh, for the Super Bowl? Oh, actually, the Super Bowl's on the 11th, right? Yeah, so correct. Like the 8th the or something eights. like that. Yeah. Anyway, it's the Thursday before Super Bowl, 1400 North Rampart, the Las Vegas Sports Park. We will be hosting a women's football camp where Dr. Jen Welter, a nice. NFL caliber coach and most recently the linebackers coach for the xfl vipers will be putting on a camp for women and i'm so no so i was gonna say so janelle will you be able to come down for that camp yo i would be honored that'd be so cool i would i would love i oh by the way i so got a hold of the uh nevada storm up here it's the the female team um and they just excited me again i was so excited yeah i think uh women in football it should happen and i would be honored to come down and and meet everybody and just cheer everybody on and yeah that'd be cool i agree we'd love to have you and because you know we support all football around here the x league which used to be the laundry football league mm -hmm. is scheduled to come back in 2024 i'm going to those games right and February 17th, the weekend after Super Bowl, we are going to be hosting an A7FL-style tackle football tournament, one for women on Saturday, one for men on Sunday. Nice. The, week, the weekend after, two weeks after our championship. So the week after Super Bowl. The weekend two weeks, of Valentine's two weeks, Day. The weekend after Valentine's yeah. Day, yes. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I just want to know, are we broadcasting nice. this live? That's all I want to know. You're yeah. doing the play by the way. I hope so. Okay, sign me up. You got, you got a paycheck coming. I'm in. If you're not playing, if you're not playing for the hey, women's I, team, can I do? I'm not playing. <laughs> I'll tuck it back. Charlie Batch. Charlie. So I I did want to uh, add on to that. A that park and those that whole facility up there is a hidden gem here in Vegas. Like that. Uh, that's where the force held their tryouts, where we actually yeah. met, um, and uh, where I started my my injury, but. Yes. Um, also but true. Where we I, met and, I, I shot you that video yesterday, two yeah, days ago. <laughs> yeah. No. Where I, where I realized my stride is as short as uh, other things. I'm. Yeah. But anyway, um, I did want to say um, <laughs> just to add on to that it, that women's foot like flag football is picking up a lot here in Vegas. To, so to see like them come out compete and actually playing well, like they they have a, a league that plays over um, where at, at Fountain they have a league of their own. Yeah. And, <laughs> It's fantastic baseball movie, by the way. Boom. If Great you build it, movie. they will come. They will come. If you say it, they will that's, come too. That's hey, you remember. Hey, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's two different movies. Let's try to keep it all in the same place. I make movies sometimes. 
Yeah, Ooh. That, that, All right, Mama Blaze, before work. we have to say so long for now, um, just what is the one thing you want our viewers to know about what you will bring and what the Reno area will bring to the A7FL? If I would like to uh, make sure that Reno, well, the whole league, but I would like uh, to assure that Reno is going to definitely be giving back Um back to the community. I'd like to see players be more hands-on with the younger kids and teaching them and getting out to teach some of the, um, we have a lot of pop Warner leagues and, and different leagues out here for the kids. So I'd like to see a lot more community service going, um, back with the, back to, Sorry, I'm, I'm so my dog. I love my dog so much right now. He's right here. Uh, so that's what I'm attempting to do is uh, make sure that all the players have an opportunity to give back to the community. All right. So, Janelle, for me, do you have your dates for your tournaments in Reno? Yes. Uh, we start December 10th. Um, Pro Bowl weekend is February 4th. It's Pro Bowl weekend. 10th. I can't remember right offhand. So I know we start December 10th, and we have three dates. But the first one's December 10th. Yes. And where can people go to sign up to for your tournament? A7FLWest.com. That's what's deadline? up. Deadline? I'm sorry? Do you is have the deadline? deadline? Oh, the deadline is, uh, well, December it could 10th. be pretty much. <laughs> December 9th? <laughs> Midnight? <laughs> Man, look, yeah. sign up, man. You guys, if anybody up there in Reno is watching, I'm sure you guys are, because the marketing department has been up there, you know, going door to door at all kinds of different events and shaking hands and kissing babies. They've really been doing their thing out there, so I'm sure you guys sure, are paying shaking attention. babies and kissing hands. Man, that too. Show, man, come, come try, man, just try it out. I guarantee you, this is the most fun form of football you have played. In your life. Point blank period. And, and you better hurry up because the way teams are filling up for the fall and the way teams are going to fill up for the spring, if you're not on a squad going into this, you're probably going to have to try out to get on that team where going into the season, you pay and you're in. That's and, probably going to go away here shortly. And then shortly. the way the train is headed and the amount of momentum that the train that is A7FL, specifically A7FL Nevada, but the way A7FL is headed, you need to get in now. If Down you if the... you wait, you might not make a team. Wind at your back. Like I'm I I made a comment and it was made into a clip and it did well, which I was pretty excited about. But um about you can come out here and you can show out, you can really do something, or you might get rocked. That opportunity might go away. You might have to try out for some shit and really prove yourself before you come out here. Now you can hop on a team. Now you can come out here and really just walk onto your pick of a team and maybe have to beat out one guy. That's not going to stay like this. Vegas it's not, the, the talent that Vegas is putting out and the the level at which the league is playing at. New Jersey is pissed off. They feel disrespected. Very. And they and they have the athletes <laughs> to come out and and really put some shit together. So we better be working the same the same way at the at this like with the same drive and the same intensity that we had before. And Always. Tampa's coming out crazy. If we think Indianapolis is going to suck coming out, we're fucking tripping. Right. If we think ain't, Ohio's going to no be way. low next season, and we're if tripping we think too. Once this catches on in LA, that that's going to be a cakewalk. That we think we're going to just represent the West automatically. Get the fuck out of here. Like the the man. I'm telling you, once 
Once the Uso rugby, train, once the rugby guys that just moved here, F word to like frack. I'm just but saying. it's just, but I, mean, I know at it that point better. it's just semantics it flows because better. I know it because better. I mean I mean the same thing. Yeah, but <laughs> if you say frack, we can actually be on TV. Yeah. So while we're <laughs> but so so before we let Pause. Mama, before we let Mama Blaze go, we got a clarification oh, yeah, from Division President Kelly Hurst. The tournament dates for Reno are December 10th, January 7th, February 4th, which is the championship weekend in Vegas. And the start time for those games are at 5.30 p.m. Now, so Vegas specifically, we are off Christmas weekend, New Year's weekend, MLK weekend. And I believe there are tournaments in L.A. on one or two of those dates. And Vegas guys are eligible to play in those other tournaments. So if you're looking at winning at least $1,000 for you and your squad and you want to roll up to one of those other tournaments, you're more than welcome to. Uh, Mama Blaze, are you still in the building? Yes, I am. All right. So first of all, I want to say thank you for your energy around what you're doing up in Reno, and we really appreciate it. I'm sorry I haven't been as focused on our chats as we need to, but I know Kelly's doing a good job taking care of you. The What is the one thing that uh, – sorry, you already hit this one. So, you can, you can hit it again. Go ahead. Change up. Yeah, let me, let me just do a quick <laughs> change. Up. You can throw the slurve. Let, let, it's what, why don't you give us your parting shots before we shut down? Anything you want to get off your chest? Things you want to say positive or negative no about the league or about what's happening in Reno? And then we can say goodbye or let Dub take you out. Anyways, he's, what he's trying to say is unleash your passion. Um, well, Reno is a beautiful city, but, um, what I want to say actually is you guys are doing a great job. I'm a huge fan. Um, I think your podcast is, is really amazing. You guys keep it up. Um, I hope you have haters because haters means you have followers. (laughs) So the more haters you have, the better. Um, I'm really a fan and happy birthday, Scott. Thank you. Love you. Thank you very much. I'm very happy that you're uh, plugging into, you know, Reno the way you are and getting the word spread out. You're super active in everything A7FL touches. We're very grateful for that. And um, also, thank you for the jalapeno popcorn. Yes, yeah. thank you for the popcorn. Yes, yeah. that was very. Uh... Yeah, I was the I was the popcorn lady for a little yes. while. Wasn't I, I, that sun, that. I will remember that sunburn for the rest of my life. That oh, added seven point two pounds. It was for like two months. It was that one was, was bad. <laughs> Mama Blaze, we appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Thank you guys. Thank Love you. you. Well, um, while we have a few minutes before our next guest gets ready, um, if you want to watch the rematch between Sigwitted or the Insomniacs, or you want to watch the championship game between the Insomniacs and the Nightcrawlers. If you want to watch the two epic battles between BIC or the Patterson U, or you want to watch the battle between the Nightcrawlers and the Watchmen, or if you want to watch the back-to-back battles of the Force and Sigwitted had, there's many options you can go to to watch these games. First, you can go to Caffeine TV, which gives us about half a million viewers each week when we show these games. You can go to A7FL.TV, you can go to the A7FL TV page on YouTube. And locally here in Vegas, you can go to the SSEN, the Silver State Entertainment Network, or Fox 5.2. So again, Triple S-E-N, Silver State Sports Entertainment oh, Network. Thank you, sir. You got it. Try to say that three times fast. I'm amazed that you Just slow it down. You don't have to say it fast. Well, um. Just get sultry. My name is Dub Alvarez, and you're listening to the Triple S-E-N. Makes me hard. 
My name is Charlie Batch. <laughs> hey, 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 that's Uncle Charlie. Uncle Charlie. Uncle Charlie. Uncle Charlie. Well, to um, answer your question, Mr. Ryan, um, and this is something you said in the chat, he said, if Huff and Trey do jump to the Snow Tribe, does that make them the top team in the Northeast? Can we clarify? Is that Trey Baskerville or Trey Robinson? Uh, well, it might be I'm Trey Robinson. It's Trey, because... I'm thinking it's Trey Baskerville because Trey... Really? Robinson lives in Las Vegas. Okay, but be a little Trey bit more also, difficult for but Trey also said he might Trey go also east. Said also. He was moving to. Trey also said he had dual citizenship and he lives on Krypton. I don't. <laughs> I mean, well, not, if that's the case, I have a triple. If it's yes, citizenship, you are Canadian. Well, so yes, you I've are. got Canadian citizenship. Shut up. I got American <laughs> citizenship, and I've got. Let me just say, don't say it. I'm. I I had something going. Okay. I had a t-shirt being made. No, you didn't. Oh, I did. No, you didn't. Oh, I did. Oh, and Chris McWilliams, his uh. heat press is broke right now, so it didn't get made. And I was going to go to T-Shirt Diner and get it done, and you called me last night. <laughs> so you saved me $35. <laughs> but I didn't get to get my joke in, so All right. you get ready. You know what's coming. I know what's coming. Yeah, I know Trey, what's coming. Trey did post that, but we have heard that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and my response to Matthew Ryan's question in uh, Matthew. Wow, I read that right off. I didn't mean to put your government out there. My bad. Oh, Matt Ryan, uh, to his question, I put um, the fair Jim question, Ross but help. defensive help would be needed to get past the Northeast at that point. They won't be the because, top team in the Northeast. Uh, BIC, I think, is loading up. I think they're going to re-gear, and I still don't think the Northeast has really anybody that can consistently stop that that option they run in the backfield with those big guys. Down the long run, like one, like they have it down so well, and their command for the game is so crazy. I just think that that's going to be really hard to beat consistently, because if they once they decide or really lean on it and really learn how to how to use it now, I think that they start to abuse people to the point where in the fourth quarter, they still lean on it instead of going to you know to the pass, and then they beat people down and they can't just keep up physically. They, so, they have really big bodies. So let me just say, you add Huff to any team, they're automatically a contender, right? Yes. That's a fair assessment, yes. Right. He did it with the worst team yes. in the East and turned them into the top one of the top four teams in the East. So, and gave Baltimore a run for their money in the playoffs. 100%. So you take Huff and put him on a team that's already mid-level, they will be a, they will be a high-level contender, but I still don't think they'll have the same chops as BICU or if – the Watchmen come back with this with a similar setup that they had last year. That's gonna. I don't think Snow Tribe is quite there yet with just those two additions. You get those two additions and a couple other speed guys because I've not seen a ton of speed guys in that team. Somebody that take the top off the defense so that the run game can work well. Mm-hmm. Then that changes things. They need one or two speed guys that can be game changers on the edges, and then then there are probably one or two. Right up there would be I C and U. But I think if it's Baskerville though, instead of Robinson, I think that kind of gives them more of an edge, but still doesn't put them at the top, like right. you said. Yeah, yeah. Well, while we translate, we do have a guest in the house, and he was part of the three-headed monster attack in the force backfield, along with Mr. Voodoo Flowers and Mr. Alexander. We are indeed in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Mr. Jalil Rogers is in the building. How are you, sir? Strong at. Pretty good. How about yourself? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for coming in. Uh, so first question, um, give us your assessment of the four season and what are you looking to add and enhance 
to your repertoire for the upcoming <laughs> spring season? So the first thing is we have all the potential and the talent that we can have on the team. It's just we got to put our heads together and play together. That's the only thing that I wanted to say about that. And as far as, like, the potential for the team, the same thing. Because I don't feel like anybody else can stop us for real if we play together. Well, you're not wrong. You're definitely not wrong. So, um, obviously, you guys are... Now, are you participating on a different team in the fall, or are you just taking the fall off? I'm taking the fall off. Oh, training, man. You know? see, see, now we can get into something. So <laughs> Yeah, we got to talk could about go that. Yeah. Jalil, welcome to the show. Right? <laughs> so, first of all... What has your coaches told you about why they don't play in the fall? I'm just curious. I'm curious about this, too. I, um, this. I actually told the coaches that I didn't want to play the fall just to take the time off for a mental health break and, you know, just to calm my body down and train and recover. That, that's a good professional athlete answer. My question was, what, is your co- <laughs> what did your coaches tell you about why they didn't want to play in the fall? Yeah, put put that put that the, you know the the speech that you just read put that away put that away and tell us a real story, my fellow Americans. I don't know nothing about that. Armada, oh, Armada, okay. like, <laughs> I got I, I, I got two other force executives in the building. We might have to have a conversation. Well, he about don't this. play for them no more. So let me just. Well, I know we got Ooh. a lot of. <laughs> I know we got a lot of community a service and stuff going on. So of course, look. The Force is a dominant Force franchise. Force is a dominant franchise in Las Vegas. They are one of the fr- the premier franchises in the A7FL in Las Vegas. I am disappointed they don't play in the fall because I like to see them involved with everything they do because their name is so strong in what we do. They're, they put a great product in the field. Uh, and yeah. last season, we've had three consecutive seasons. They, they played one season, won the division, went to the East, Won a game, set everything up for the future. They don't play in the fall. They come back and they're in third place all season long. Right? Yep. So they don't play in the fall again. Will they improve or will they slide? Chances are they're going to slide because they're not getting the same amount of reps and activity playing this style of ball that these guys ahead of them are playing. So now you've got insomniacs, Sick sick with it. And now some other folks that are sitting in the building right now, the SBA Alliance, yeah, the Govs, coupled, coupled with no, the Govs and the Col- SBA Alliance are together, yep. and the Outlaws, four stacked teams that the Force are going to have to contend with and have less experience playing this style of game. Well, my question is simple. Why do you think you guys now, now Derek asked you what your coaches say. I'm not going to go that deep. I'm going to ask you flat out, why don't you guys play in the fall? Because it makes a lot of sense to get what you were just talking about. You said we need to bring the team together, right? Yes, sir. We need to grow as a team. What better time to do it than the fall? So the missing piece is the connection, and that's what we do when we do community service. So that's what the fall is about. The connection between the team when we do community service. That's okay. why we don't really play. But but let me ask you this. And I respect that. All right. I'm not gonna down that whatsoever. And I respect the fact that you guys are out there doing community service. But is community service playing ball? No. Okay. So I understand how that relates to 
the team. What I don't gather from that is how does it make you better if you're not on the field? Well, we do train. We train together. Just off the field. It's not a, like a like a team thing, like come together with coach. It's just a player thing. We just all just call each other or anything like that, and we just come together and train. Well, we we, we kind of talked about this in um, before spring last season. We talked about iron sharpening iron. If you are not on the field to have that opportunity, to have that time with your teammates, to understand how one, in, one another plays, then in my eyes, there's a couple of things that are missing. A, you don't know who the weak, weakest link is because you're going against your own team if you guys are practicing, correct? Correct. So how do you know what your weakest link is if you are not out there playing against another team? It shows when we play against each other. Yeah. Like if y'all can't, if I can't beat you as my teammate, and you're not making me better when we practicing, or you're mm-hmm. not going hundred percent, then how can I perform at my best when it's time to go to some against somebody else? So Jalil, let break it break it down for us. What position did you play last season? What position are you planning to play in the spring? And what did this season look like for you? I'm playing running back. I will always play running back. I will forever play running back. And that will never change. And what I, could, what I want to see is me consistently running through somebody over and over and over and over and over again. And if anybody wants to go against that, good luck. So, that, so I love you. So I'm just saying. I asked I'm, that question, and I'm glad, I'm glad you said your answer. Hard. Because that's a, that's a hard one. I love and have loved the forces trench play. The, yes. the O-line and D-line has been probably the most consistent thing about the force. Second best running back also. Running back stable yeah. Oh, yeah. in the league. That three-headed monster but with you. Only behind the entire. But, Jalil, how many plays did you get called? How many plays did you get called to run A-gap or B-gap? Not many. Exactly. You guys ran into the outside every fucking time, and you have a dominant O-line. And I never understood why you guys didn't take advantage of being mm-hmm. able to create holes and running up the middle where there's no defenders to take you down. You guys are running to the outside where there's three people guarding DBs and another linebacker sitting out there, and you ran right to them. Like, what's that about? Especially you with know, the gaps that they run in A7. Right. You know, that's, that's more of an officer coordinator question. But wouldn't that be something you could work out in the fall? It is. <laughs> But that's not that's Appreciate not that's not my team. I just do what I'm supposed no, to do. No, and, and trust me when I say, look, I'm not trying to beat you up on this. But what I'm trying to get at is the fact of there's a time to work stuff out, and playing against your own team is great. Iron doesn't sharpen iron all the time when you're playing against your own team. Defenses get used to what you guys are doing. Defenses get used to what you guys are trying to put on the field. When you're playing against another defense that's doing something completely different than your team is doing. Now it gives you opposition. It gives you a way to get better. If you aren't working against a different defense, against a different team, how can you, how can you get better if you don't have that opportunity? So what I'm saying is it's not a matter of just going against your same squad. We see that all the time in many camps with NFL teams, right? They're going up against their same players, the same guys that know exactly what's coming. You've got to go up against teams that don't know what's coming. you got to go up against teams that are scheming for you. And yeah. the fact that you guys run, like Derek was saying, if you're running off a tackle all the time and you're not running up the middle, 
how are you planning on getting better if your defense knows what's coming? Essentially, what we're kind of trying to get at is you guys have the personnel to beat anybody if, like, y'all play the right way and <clears throat> the, like, if everything is done right, you guys have the ability and have shown like the ability to hang with and or beat anybody. How do you like? What do you think it's going to take to push you guys to that point where you're handling everybody instead of just hanging with everybody? Because hanging with everybody sucks. I feel like we should have better plays because some of the plays that we had wasn't fitting or connecting with the team. Like everybody wasn't on one page with some of the plays. But that so, comes down to y'all playing in the fall. That's what's going on. You made your point, bro. Yeah, let, I'm, I'm going to beat that horse <laughs> let, to let death go. right now. So, so Jalil, what, what do you see for yourself coming in the spring? Or You said you're taking the fall off. Clearly, I'm sure you're going to be working out and getting ready for the spring. Look at him. Of course but what, what do you see for yourself in the spring? How, how are you going to stand out, uh, stand out in an extremely crowded running back room of elite running backs on the mm. force? You probably have the strongest. Let me say you have the strongest running back room of any team in the A7FL that I'm aware of. What are you going to do for yourself to stand out in that crowd? The same thing. Just keep running people over if you're in my way and score. That's it. That's all. I don't have anything else to say about that because it's, it's, it's a matter of can you stop it and not too many people can just look me in the eye or look me in the face when I'm running the ball and actually stand there and have the balls to try to stop me. Yeah, I wanted to look you in the eyes, but you sit behind me, so I'm trying to watch you on the TV. My bad. No, oh, you can see the intensity. I'm looking at the screen. You can see right. the intensity. He's intense. It's He's the same intensity great back intensity. and forth. Absolutely. No, man, look, the, the man is an athlete. For sure. Uh, like, the man is an athlete. He's He's built like a brick shit house, and we saw the attitude he runs the ball. They don't use, like, I I don't understand why the force throw the ball. Right? At all. They don't need to. Well, because, why? Because they have Curtis Pac-Man Jones. Curtis, and, Jaleel, and Reed. And they have, and they have Trey. Man. And they didn't so, play in the so, fall, so, so they, they got to put something they together. They have two <laughs> of the top wide receivers in the league and two great quarterbacks, so to not throw the ball is weird, but if you start pounding the ball and you suck up the safeties, mm -hmm. then you can start hitting people at the top and you and got one-on-one -on -one matchups with two of the best receivers in the league, to be honest. And, and once you start beating them up, they're not going to be able to cover. And not to if you have to if you have to tackle these guys every single play, at some point, uh, I mean, you're going to catch a cramp. Or something, you together. know what I mean? Like Business decision. Stingers, and not, stingers and, happen they, and they cause cramps. And I'm not to mention... Fox can sling the rock because he's got a rocket of an arm. And so does Rock. Yeah, they and also. Yeah. yeah, he does too. You're right. correct. So, Jaleel, you came on this show. For, uh, you asked to be on the show. Did you have a uh, something specific you wanted to say to us or to say to America or to say to the world? Because wanted, we are international. I wanted to say to Big Rob. Big Rob Fabian. Yes. Uh-oh. Here we go. Here we but go. Bachata Bob. Sangria Bobby. So. Shots fired. So. Why the fire got lit under me while I ran like that is to make a statement. He said that it's no good running backs. He said in one of his podcasts, it's no good running backs no more in this league. So I'm trying to make that statement and show you that there is, especially in Las Vegas, Nevada. You know what? I I keep, that keep that chip on your shoulder. Yeah. And I can respect him, that. Though. Look at him. Right. Like, I can see this, man. But, he is but like, obviously, Rob said that, that before statement. the championship game. Right here. Yeah, he but let it go. That. You don't need to quantify it. Just let him keep that chip so yeah, we can see. Right. Let him 
Let carry that what on his shoulder what he's and trying get them to legs all strong. All let season. him unleash the passion. Right. Mm. I, the thing I love about Big Rob is the thing I hate about Big Rob. He talks so much shit about the Vegas division, but every single person who gets down like I get down takes that information mm-hmm. and everything he says, and it's bulletin board material and all the motivation he needs to put their foot on the neck of the man across them as soon as they play somebody outside of Vegas. And you see how that's worked out every time this last season. Ooh. Hey, J- Jaleel, what was your favorite oh, play of the season? My favorite play had to be uh, when we went against Sick with it. <laughs> Great game. Great game. Both games Great were game. fantastic. That was a, such a good game. I mean, oh, yeah. we should have won that game, but... Now, which game specifically? The first game or the playoff game? The playoff game. Okay. That I was, was going to say. That was a great playoff game. They were both They were fantastic. The playoff game was freaking epic. So, but, yeah, that, that was my favorite game. Do you have a specific play or was it just... Because you got... There are a couple of games where you got featured a little bit more. And I feel like it was a strong... Like, I, I don't know what the actual stat would be, but I think you're a seven, eight yard a carry type of guy. So and and if you, you go if looking, you ran up the middle, I think and he goes looking stretch for that a yard or two I will, more. I will give you a strong five every time. Yeah, he goes looking for contact. <laughs> I was gonna say that's a pickup line at the bar. Okay, right there. Um, okay. Right, so, um, we're, we're up against it, but um, one thing is the force is very, very community predominant. They've always been that way. They're the best. And you guys do have another community event coming up. Can you talk about that real quick for us? Yes, we have a trunk or treat. October 26th at 5 p.m. It's at Stupak Community Center. Um, come bring your kids and come have fun and just enjoy the time. And for those that want to go, the address is 251 West Boston Avenue, zip code 89102. Again, if you want to go participate and help out the force, again, that is 251 West Boston Avenue, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89102. Candy, games, food, fun, and oh, by the way, it's free 99. What time? It is from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. I'm putting that in the chat. Appreciate it. So, Jaleel, question for you. Uh, do you consider yourself the best running back on the force with Armando Morales sitting in the room right now? Um, it depends on the skill set because you have people that's fast. You have people that's running. Third strong. and six. Okay. I'm, well, hold on, hold on. I'm just, I'm just wondering, when you run in for office, because <laughs> every every answer you've given so far has yeah, been politically hey, correct. So when you run it for office, he's well coached. You know, you just gotta be ready for this type of stuff. Okay, okay. All right. so I, I respect so that. Who's the worst running back on the force? Uh, nobody. Yeah, you should have said Rock just to clear the air. <laughs> Rock's a great runner, so you can't say that either. Did you did you know? Have you seen Curtis Pacman Jones' uh, college film when he was playing at SUU uh, from his H back tight end position where he would get down in a three point stance and come across for a jet sweep and run up the middle. Like he was a fucking beast at SMU, really? bro. I, that, that tape is Mustangs. that tape is lit. The tape is lit. I'm gonna have to give that a Google. The Pony Express. And he does not play tailback for the force. Man, look, Curtis Jones is one of the most underused. Like, and I'm just saying I, that the team's stacked. The team is stacked, and and they've got the right coaching. They got the right attitude. They got the right people. And the only reason they're not winning championships is they're not playing in the fall. Um, But we We already said that. We're gonna let them see what they do. (laughs) All right, Mister. At least playing flag. All right, they get the best. They get the best trainer in the league. We're right. We're we're up against it. But uh, Jaleel, go ahead and give us your. uh, I'll press it up again. Give us your final statement or your parting shot, whatever you want to say. Go ahead. 
I want to say to the A7FL, good luck. That's all it. That's all I have to say. Jalil, put us on the map, man. And Start sharing our stuff around. A guy like you will make us special if you tell all your friends about us. Yes, sir. And thank you for having me. Thank you for the opportunity to talk. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for being part of it. Love Number 26 of the Las Vegas Force. Jalil, what's the OFF? Well, 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 hold on. We have a phone call, Quan. Who's it from? Jalil, what's the OFF on your, on your chain? <laughs> Only fans free. Discretion. <laughs> Discretion? Is that what he said? <laughs> Discretion. <laughs> so we do have a caller? We got a caller. All right. We have a caller. Caller, are you there? How, hello, how are you? Welcome. The dead air is killing me. Uh-oh. So you're in that R squad. Well. That one more like, time. That sounded like Matt Ryan. All three of my nipples itch. So can we keep it pushing? You said it sounded like it Matt? It sounded like Matt. I could I, be wrong, but. I, you must it, have heard something it, I didn't. I heard no. I heard a voice. I heard a voice in Quan's ear. Quan, once you once you just repeat what they said, and we can take the call. I think Jaleel is a hard oh. person to tackle. And I'm looking thing, forward to playing against you, brother. Oh, okay. Well, first, a lot of respect. But first off, I'm squatting at least 800. Oh, good lord! So you have to stop. If you if you go for my legs, it's going to be trouble. Damn. That's he said I will. He that. said hey, you will. By the way, sounds good to me. I'm looking forward they can't to go for your legs. Exactly. Yep. So and that's they got to wrap up. I'm, hey, look, I can't wait. I he can't said, wait, brother. A lot of respect, man. I love watching you play. I can't wait to play against you, brother. Me respect. too. <laughs> man, right. I, hey, look, I'm hyped, bro. We got. I I feel like Vegas has the best athletes in a seven point blank period. Um, and we'll we'll put we'll put an asterisk next to Logo Davis and Mark Bagway for right now. But outside of that, everybody else ain't got it. Said with a lot of passion. All right. As our next guest gets ready to uh, hop in the seat, as again, we thank you, Mr. Thank Rogers, you, for coming in. And, uh, Thanks, Jalil. Appreciate you. Promote the Forest Community Service that's coming up once again. If you want to be a part of that, the Trunk or Treat that is on October the 26th. Can I see porn on your phone? No, you do not. <laughs> we can op- turn it off. You guys want to. It was Scotty's. Every every time I open my my Safari, it opens onto private mode. I'm I'm bad. He opens every time Scotty opens his. It's WhiteHouse.com. I don't even know what that one is. Pennsylvania Avenue, really? No. See, if you want to go to, it's a cowboy site. No, it's not. If you want to go oh, to, so it's gay if point. you want to go to, if <laughs> no, that'd be Detroit. But anyway, if you want to go to, if you want to go to, if you want to go to the White House. It's whitehouse.gov. Okay. So if you want to go to your site, it's pitchingtent.southamericasteam.com. Pitchingtent.com. Just saying. Speaking of pitching a tent, we, we may We're have still looking a for temporary a right. blue <laughs> Speaking of pitching a tent, we may have a home for the spring in an indoor facility. You are fucking lying. We may. May. Oh, he didn't say we do. He said we may. Had some conversations last night that uh, gave me some ideas to work out some logistics to put a temporary tent on a spot that has a great parking lot that's flat and getting the right turf and padded right and putting a tent on it so that we have an indoor facility. Keep us out of the We, uh, we need to get one of the Fertitta kids to start playing in our league. Okay, right? so we have another caller. Caller, are you there? Oh, my God. That's big Hello? fucking news. Hello. 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 Who is it? This, is this the podcast program? That sounds like Mr. Matt Ryan. Yes, Matt awesome. Ryan yells himself. Yes, it is the Jim Ross of A7FL. Whoa. The program, he said. The program? Pilgrim? 
What's up, man? Yes, I, I heard someone speak ill will of uh, Big Rob, so I felt like I had to call in on my night off from work and make sure no one's talking smack about my boy. Are you walking Olive right now? Yes, I am. I can tell. tell he's walking for sure. <laughs> he's winded, but he still won both 40s. That's right. On a bad knee. Hey, the way he I'm sorry, up, they have weather out here. And yes, on a bad knee. The way he showed up looking like Also because I'm hearing myself Willy back Wonka. in my headphones, so it's giving me that pause. Oh, one of those uh pause. One of those little um when it uh echoes. I have little balls. Yeah. Matt, yeah, nothing like that. Matt, I, I had the worst and greatest compliment about you that you remind someone of Violet from Willy Wonka. <laughs> Huh. Oh. I do eat candy when I'm not supposed to. But daddy, I want a pony. <laughs> daddy, I, I want the squirrel. Be a brat. I, I have asked for a squirrel. pony. <laughs> so what did you have to say in defense of And Imran? I do turn purple on occasion. I've seen that. If you grab it by the base, it turn purple. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah. Okay, Scotty. So, relax, ladies and gentlemen, on the podcast with us tonight, Matt Ryan, the captain of the Three on One podcast, and our lead broadcaster and our social media maven for A7NFL, who knows everything A7NFL more than most of us around this table and more more than most in the league. Hence, why he is the Jim Ross of A7. So, Mr. Ryan, you came on specifically yes. to defend Big Rob and his his honor. What did you have to say about his honor? the idea of bulletin board material i feel like big rob is doing you all a favor i agree so uh, no one's resting on their laurels and no one out there in nevada thinks it's sweet out there because that's the thing vegas versus everybody right correct so yeah. if that idea didn't exist because of the smack talk from one robert fabian Corey ham then occasionally from me but i'm a nice sweet boy I think that's the most narcissistic shit in the world welcome. for you to try to take <laughs> fucking credit. I'm a nice sweet boy. For, right? like, no, for you to take credit no. for, for how we're No, but you do have a, a very valid point. I just had to try and find a way to talk shit. Matt, uh, oh, no, I'm Rob, totally trying Rob to take is, credit. Rob like, is 1,000% the protagonist for us. No, 1,000%, he is a protagonist for us, and it's... I'm sorry, Daniel Packer just sent me a private message, and I can't stop laughing. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm sorry, Packer. You, Dude, know, how I, you know how I feel. I'm just going to leave it at that. It we'll talk later. So it had everything to do about the Force. Like He's oh, like, he's oh, like yeah, will you we please get off their dick? Like, yeah, you, <laughs> like you, you gave us a reason why you were giving them their flowers because they were the champion. They're no longer the champion. Shut up. What I'm going to have to do is just, is I'm just going to have to like go through and we're going to have to have a Daniel Packer episodes. We could just go ahead and, and, and then we'll go with Trey. Yeah, we need to and get, we'll go through and we'll. We need to get each one of them on here as a I, panelist, not I, as a guest defending their position, but as a panelist with a. Can I get a cattle prod? Because <laughs> I'm going to need it. I with would an love unbiased for you to use that on position. <laughs> right. <laughs> under the table <laughs> i mean wherever you want to do it whatever. Yeah, okay. here we go anyway it's my birthday so surprise me you know matt's still on the phone yeah i know oh. i was just gonna say matt um well rob and you know you guys give us some billboard material i gotta be honest with you i thank you for that and you know there's some other people that have given us some billboard or bulletin board material i said billboard i'm sorry bulletin board material 
and I thank you guys for that as well, because to be honest with you, without some of the stuff that has been said over the last couple of uh, seasons, I don't think you would see some of the guys that have made it to A7 have quite the uh, chip on their shoulder um, that they have had for the East Coast. So, you know, it is kind of nice to see us playing off each other. But I think this season, when it comes to uh, spring, spring ball, it's going to be extra fun. Spicy. Let's just leave it at that. And our chip on our shoulder is just because you guys I can't disagree are with you. You know, we did a favor for y'all last year. Now our post is all back and focused. So on, I on think paper. it's going to be very fun. As a national voice of the league, I can't wait to see some of the matchups that come out of this. Challenge accepted. Yep. For national. We will pull that together. So and... Matt, I have a challenge for you. So clearly Big Rob is the antagonist and has given us yes. bulletin board material. And Rob is a great guy. And we all around this table love him. Love yes. Rob. But, love Rob. But let's be clear. If you listen to the broadcast, podcast, anytime he talks, he doesn't give Vegas any credit. Even when he says, you know what, Vegas is good. That's about the extent of it. <laughs> yep. That's about the extent of it. And then he tells you everything what's wrong with Vegas and why they, it's not sustainable or why we're lucky or what why the Nightcrawlers gave us the game and not that on an interception at the last play of the game, we didn't take that shit from them. But so I'd like to hear I'd like to I'd like to hear your input on on, on that statement. Well, to to be to be frank and curt. Uh, it'd be way less fucking interesting if he didn't do that now, did he? I, think he had a I choice still at this work point. here. Like, I still work <laughs> here. Right, right. You're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. To that, an extent. That's an easy out. Another right. politician. With politicians. Right. Man, look, that's messed up, man. Politicians I, I all it, coming out the woodwork. And nobody was attacking the Rob. Mayor of Atlantic City. We right? do. Nobody would ever attack Rob on this podcast. We do have to get We love Rob. Oh, of course. I'm just giving y'all some guff. Yeah, I appreciate right. that, man. All right, we, I love Guff. We can I get some extra? It's my birthday. We do have to get to our other guests because we do have another guest in the building. But we do want to say thank you. We should have Matt Stee on the phone. Okay. I mean, he's just walking his dog. He is. How's your minutes, Matt? You got rollover minutes? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's it after it's nights, after nine, so I can weekends? chirp to anybody right now. Right, it's after nine. It's Where like, you at? Unlimited. <laughs> Unlimited. Are you up? What are we back in 1998? All right, all right, we're, we're up Roll against it. Minutes. Matt, we always. want to say thank you for calling in. We appreciate the love as always, but we do have to get to our other guests. All right. Love all you, Maddie. You guys enjoy your evening. I'll be listening. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Thanks, love you, bro. Matt. Love you, long time. Guys, tune in to the Three on One podcast. I was just on. Yes, you were, and you did a fantastic job. Yeah, I'm gets invited. I'm the redheaded stepchild of that group. Sitting in the uh, Rob Fabian seat. When was that? I missed that. Last week. Oh, yeah, on the last Last week's episode, he was on the whole show. They tried to put me under the gun, ask me some questions. I had to politically correct myself right the fuck out of there. I know what I'm listening to tomorrow. Right? (laughs) It was rough. I was a little. I don't get those invites. So, in the building building right now, we do have. uh, You've seen him all across. But outside during the spring season, he's a friend of the league, friend of Mr. Duncan's, and now he is bringing his alliance, for lack of a term, into the league for the fall. We have Alonzo Thomas in the building. Coach, how are you? Me. Now, for those he that, said he's great. Thank you for having him. So Go ahead. For those <laughs> that don't know, um, this is the son of former legendary Oakland Raider 
safety man Skip Dr. Death Thomas, which one of the greatest sound bites you will ever hear on NFL films is where it's him, George Atkinson, in the corner of the Coliseum talking about did anybody get into a fight this past weekend? It's one of the greatest sound bites you will ever hear. Of course, his father was a part of the Super Bowl XI team that beat the Vikings 32-14. to And of course, if you have seen the Alliance logo, the number 26 is very prominent, which was the number that Dr. Death did wear while playing for the Raiders in his six seasons. And one of my heroes growing up. We should have played I had no We should have played Alonzo's song as his intro music. Doctor Death. That, that was my fault. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, we should have brought you that in. Give us that clip. Take, no, take, next time. That. But next anyway, time. Coach, I see you have a guest with you. Who's in the building with you? Uh, that's one of my captains. You know what I'm saying? I call him Cap. You know what I mean? Armando. One oh, of my, one of my look guys. at oh. mm. I, I think I messed up earlier. Wow. Nice, sir. Welcome. Welcome. I welcome. I, I gave it up. Yeah, I you did. I gave up ass early. So <laughs> I mean, it's kind of my MO, but whatever. So a couple of things, Coach. Um, first off, um, what made you decide to get into the A7FL? And secondly, I hear that you are doing a documentary in reference to your dad. Please explain on both fronts. Absolutely. Um, Derek has been talking to me about this thing from day one. You know, I was one of the guys he... Uh, day zero, bro. Before I even decided to do it. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Uh, I was at the first meeting, you know, and... Uh, I really appreciate it, man. Big ups to Derek. He's doing big things. Um, A7 is uh, up and coming, and it's, it's very exciting. And uh, I couldn't wait to be a part of it this season. So, obviously, we saw you recruiting heavily, and you've been recruiting heavily. And obviously, hey, hey, that is an understatement. <laughs> That is an un- <laughs> understatement. But I just, I just year. had to put that because I mean, yeah. it, it, it just seems like any article he was just promoting, promoting, promote. I mean, that's what you do when you're trying hey, to get your brand you know out there. What? You promote. I'm a chess player. Why these cats is playing checkers? You know what I mean? That's all I can say. You know what I mean? I feel uh, it. Man, I feel it. I can't even under. I, I so, can't even stay. There's the something that's, of pressure he applies. There's something that's coming up. <laughs> So there's something that's coming up I want you to talk about. Yes, sir. You hit me up about it, and I'm going to be there for sure. Thank you. Yes. Talk about that a little bit. Well, um, my father passed away in 2011. Uh, 2013, I built the SBA. It's called the Silver and Black Alliance. Um, I got 68 chapters, something like that, worldwide. I help a lot of people out all over the world. Um, But I do a tribute kind of tailgate party for my father every year. This is uh year 13. I'm very proud of it, you know, and I'm, I'm happy you guys are, you know, bringing the a seven, you know, to this event. Gotta That's an incredible event, man. Dude, I had, I want to just give you like, give you your, your, your little respect. You know what I mean? Like I had no idea who you were when we first met. Nobody did. Like, you know what I mean? Except like you were just, you were just kind of moseying around like the whole, like the whole venue and everything. Like, just asking questions, what's up with the league, the rules, like just having normal conversations. Had no idea who this man was. Well, like, turns out frank. to be one of the coolest people around. I didn't know Thank about you. his dad being Skip Thomas, Dr. Death. I just knew really? Alonzo was a legitimately integrated football dude that was tied into the football community in Las Vegas. And we met each other through that. I didn't know his history. I think everybody else did. And that's mm. possibly how he got elevated to the part. But all I knew was he was a dude that was doing everything that needed to be done and in I the asked, football community. And I just tried to get next to him. Like what you're doing is what I want to do. So that's I asked how, the that's question. How we came, right? I asked the question. Cause I saw his, uh, you're wearing the necklace. 
Yeah, with this, your dad's with your dad's number on it. Yeah, this uh, has actually a piece of his uh, Super Bowl ring inside of it. Nice. So I asked a question. Mm -hmm. I had actually walked around. I was talking to a couple people. I'm like, why the name? Everything. I'm mm -hmm. like, to me, that all relates back to a player that I I admired growing up. And right. they're like, yeah, that's his son. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. well, whoa, right. that that that's a whole other story. Well, I, I'm me, gonna take it to another level. Well, for me, once I saw the two six, I'm like, oh. It's Dr. Death. Oh, he, yeah. Because like I said, one right. of the greatest sound bites you will ever hear on NFL films oh, is him. Fights. It's we him, George Atkinson, and the intimidator, Jack Tatum, talking Love in the corner it. of the end zone, stretching, talking about, did anybody get into a fight? I need to get into a fight. Right. Love <laughs> it. Oh, no, there's there's a play. There's a play against. Love it. They were playing, and I want to say it was San Diego. And his dad laid out. I'm trying to remember the wide receiver's name. Which one? And the wide receiver yeah. went to get up, and his dad, his dad stepped on him. Charlie Joyner? <laughs> Literally stepped on him. Didn't step over him. Stepped on him San to get Diego. over him. And I'm like, oh, okay, this well, is the type of player I like. I'm to bring that same intensity to this league, you know what I mean? Easy now. And I want to thank <laughs> I said I'm a nice 15. guy at the same yeah, time. I think Trey got but one all, of those penalties right, in the two, championship. Two. <laughs> All, all of y'all that's in this building right now, I want to thank y'all for embracing me and uh, bringing me on. And um, any question I had, y'all answered from from gate. And I want to thank all y'all for that. Well, appreciate man, you. It's our, our pleasure, man. You know, um, when you get to be a part of something like this, and Derek and I were talking about this earlier, when you get to be part of something like this, it becomes a family, it becomes a fraternity. And mm -hmm. we all like to see each other excel. Right. And the fact of the matter is when we have um, ex-NFL players, uh, especially someone like you, who, as I said, you know, and I, I told you before we started that I grew up admiring your father. I, I was actually playing safety because of your dad. So, wow. you know, um, that's one of the things that was a very big positive in my life. And my thought and the way I played when I was younger was kind of the same thing. I'm not helping you up. You, we, right. we can in between the lines. We ain't friends. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if we we hang out together uh, before the game, after the game, during the game. You're right. not my friend. You're my Sounds enemy. Like my recruiting game. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. He's, so and, and just keeping it real. Davis in between. Just keeping yeah, it real. Right. So that was that was the way I liked to play the game because my thing is. If we, if I've got to beat you, I can't look at you as a friend. Absolutely, I've got to look at you as my enemy. So well, my know. whole thing was the same. Was the same as your pops was. Look, man, if we gonna play this game, I'm gonna hit you. Yeah. And when you're laying on the ground, I am not helping your ass up. You can have one of your boys come over and help you up from the same team. But when we're playing this game, we're enemies. Period. Absolutely. And we can go get a drink afterwards. We can go do whatever. But during this. Man, you're my mortal enemy, and there ain't nothing I'm doing to help your ass out. And I got nothing but respect for all these owners in this league, you know what I mean? But if I'm going to come into this league, then and I, I want to, I, I don't want to compete. I want to conquer. I, that's how I feel entering things. Now, if my game was too strong for y'all, go ahead and pick up your game. That's all I can say. Boy, if that is not Al Davis like, I really don't know what is. He's like, I want to dominate and never flush into the game. 
No, that's, that's a down, quote. Down down that, that clip, that Just motherfucker. Just what, what, yes. what is the time on that? I'm not here to compete. I'm here to conquer. I'm stealing. Like I said, that's like I said, that is that's a t-shirt. No, right that is straight. That's, that that is straight from the mold. That is straight from the mold of Al Davis. Let me tell you, that is straight from Al. You know what? I grew up around those guys. Those guys showed me a lot as a youngster. I grew up this way, you know, around champions, around guys that um, didn't have remorse for knocking your ass out. You know what I mean? It was just that way. Jack Thomas really did this, not. I approached this the same way. You know, I, I hope I didn't offend too many people. I know I offended a couple Man, of fuck y'all. Fuck those people. Hey, 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 hey. hey, hey. <laughs> fuck these kids. You know what? <laughs> um, fuck these people uh, and their feelings, Coach. Do you. I'm always going to do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> From day one, y'all seen how I approach this, you know. Now, is it safe to presume or ask that the uniform scheme is going to involve silver and black? Is that a fair assessment? You know what? I wanted to appeal to the to the masses, so I threw a little red in there. That okay. Blood clot, you know. Okay. But okay. Other, boop, boop, boop. Yeah. Other than that, <laughs> I was gonna say it's, it's silver and black. Cool. Yeah, wait a minute. I, I just, I just. Who in the hell is Jamaican in here? Right here. Oh. Supposed to be <laughs> Rohan Walters who didn't show up to our appointment today, but <laughs> I, I, I just I just had to I'm ask. just asking. So, Mr. Morales, let me ask you a question because you are in here as a guest. Um, what are you looking to accomplish this upcoming fall season to what enhance position? your talent? What uh, position? I mean, to? Tailback. This this is my first year, so you know I'm still learning. It's different from eleven man to seven man, of course. Got different looks, different types of coverages, different plays. So I guess it's learning more of the game and just um working on different things, and just be ready for the spring. What's your natural position? Uh, I played running back and linebacker, so really this is my first year playing receiver. Okay. Hmm. Do you plan on playing that coming up? Uh, I'll play both, <laughs> running back and receiver. Do both. Okay. I, he was I, an example. I went after this kid, you know what I mean, yeah. because of his, uh, just his morale, for one, his his drive. His morale S. Yeah, and he, uh, <laughs> didn't. He, uh, <laughs> he was an example of what the alliance is about. You know what I mean? So I, I, I give him a lot of respect. He helped me build this team. I give him a lot of respect for that. What are your keys coming into this season? Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. It's my birthday. I've been drinking a little bit. Excuse me. You should be sorry you only drink a little bit. But um, what are your keys to look for trying to not compete but to conquer a stack <laughs> division like this? Speaking of stacks, um, what kind of uh, – like, what are your keys to, like, trying to conquer this division? Looking at the run game we offer, looking yeah. at the outside speed we offer, looking at the way we run defense out here. I got and, bird's eye view of being on the field. I yeah, no, expect, like, we've so. had we've had a lot of the same, like, because we've had me not knowing who the fuck you were and what yeah. the fuck you were doing over here. Right. Like, I, I was over here, like, we were over there really breaking the game yeah, down. We, so, we like, you. down. Yeah, and the way we look at the game is very similar. My so game, like I'm, my, I'm my game trying plan to, coming into this is to make yeah. the weakest guy better. I promise these guys, when you come play for me, the first thing I said to them is, I'm going to make you a better player than you are right now. You're a great player as, it, as we speak, but my goal is to make you a better one. So the weakest link has to get better every weekend, every week, you know, week in, week out. You know what I'm saying? So Okay, but that's, and that's a great, like, coach answer. But I want specifics. Like as far as you can go, like on a defensive side of the ball, what do you think can what do you think can can try and and slow down the run game we have in Las Vegas? What do you think you can do to beat the outside threats that we have at the same time? I'm trying to get this more geared towards football. I want to know 
what do you think you know about football and yes, our brand of football that makes you fucking better? Out coaching. Out coaching, period. I, I'm absolutely a football mind. They better be ready. When I come to the field, they already know what to expect. I'm here to mash up things, you know what I mean? I'm not here to make friends like that and play that pussy boy bullshit. I'm here to come and, and, and come bring that shit. You know what? I can respect that, but I will say one thing. From, uh, from one coach, from one player coach to another, I respect the fact of you saying that as a individual, well, I'll make you better as a player. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that I will, I will say and I will ask all at the same time, individuals do not win games teams win games absolutely so to make a player better and to make your weakest link better is a fantastic position to put yourself in Mm -hmm. but i think that when it comes right down to it and you might you may or may not agree in my time of play of uh, Mm -hmm. coaching this game the one thing that i can say without a shadow of a doubt i can make players better but if you can't bring it as a team we're still going to lose. We're going to get better as a team because the guy that's across him making him better every but practice. I, are you bringing that? And and you know this is kind of my question: Are you bringing while you're making them better? Are you mm-hmm. making and bringing the team together oh, yeah. to make them better? Oh yeah, okay. that's the main goal. I mean, my man sitting to the left left of me, he can tell you, I, I bring intensity every practice. I teach. No one talks while I'm, I'm speaking, so I can teach. I'm here to make them better in that way. Their minds will be ready. Their morales will be up. We will not fight amongst each other. We will, we will play That's football a big thing in Vegas. respectful. Now, we will spread the game. Now, are, we, are you coming to it like with, your, with the let's make the wheel better? And instead of being like on a rock or a wood wheel, are we going to make it out of rubber and air? I mean, or you are you coming at a different? Game, well, I'm I'm just trying to you know I'm trying to get some juicy shit. You know, you, you see my like I want to know I want to know are you gonna are you gonna start like showing us some wild shit where you rushed five or like are you gonna <laughs> like are you gonna spread us out crazy like do you have are you gonna do like the you know the coach Boone remember the ass. Titans I got seven plays my and, packages will be dirty. ready for that ass all right uh, well, that's what I say all right we're we're up against but real quickly um. My the 13th annual Dr. Death Skip Thomas Tribute Tokyo Party is on November the 25th. The location is 317 6th Street. Time is from 8 p.m. to midnight. Entrance fee is $20. And on that particular and on that particular night, it'll be the Chiefs and the Raiders. So again, the annual, 13th annual Skip Thomas Tribute Tailgate Party, November 25th, 317 6th Street. Thank in you Las for that Vegas. Plug, brother. No problem. You know uh, what? You could expect a lot. It's going to be a lot of super fans out there dressed up, spikes, and uh, there's going to be some performances. Wouldn't expect anything less with Raider Nation. going to say spikes gonna and heels. Uh, oh, it's going to be that shit, too. I got some it's spikes Raider, and leather. Raider Raider show up? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. 8 p.m. to midnight. I'm going to address that one thing you wanted to ask me, though, man. The element of surprise is everything for me, brother. All right. You know what I'm saying? Um, as much as we like to keep this going, we are up against <laughs> yeah. it, but... uh. Coach Alonzo Thomas and Mr. Morales, gentlemen from the Alliance. Gentlemen, we appreciate the time. Thank you for coming into the studio. And uh, Shout out to the Govs. <laughs> Don't forget. You know what Man, I'm saying? Y'all bring, us some, y'all bring us some meat to the game. Yes, sir. No pause. Big oof. Yeah, so appreciate for those you, of you who don't know, the Alliance and the Govs are joining forces for the fall. 
and bringing they got a some killer squad. They got some line. I mean, the Gubs are have been Legit. a rock solid team around mm-hmm. Vegas for a very long time, and Zoe comes with a stable of dudes that he's been recruiting for the last year. It's gonna be. It, it's I can't be wait to have some real competition. Yeah, it's and, gonna be fun, brothers. I'm look, tired of walking past people. Look, let's be real. In the way we're doing this format, or we're, it's basically triple elimination, round robin, and the top teams will play the top teams, the bottom teams will play the bottom teams. I can't wait to see where everybody ends up. This is going to be wild. Well, uh, your quarterback is uh, basically saying, uh, so what? It don't matter. I know. Okay. It don't matter to us. It don't matter. All right. So it doesn't fucking matter. You still got to beat me and AJ. <laughs> Go for that, it. That's true. Here's how we're going to do this. Here's how we're going to do this. Dion's a pretty good guy, isn't he? <laughs> Dion can run y'all asses over, man. I, I, I ain't never had somebody run me over, coach. You talking a whole lot of shit uh, over there. All, all right. All right. right. All right. <laughs> okay. So he come like bringing that. We're up I'm against talking it. about the league. I, I ain't specifically. I know. I know. I know. We're up against it. Come on. I love. I love you so much, coach. Again, thanks to Coach Thomas for coming on the show. And I'm happy a, birthday to you, brother. Thank you, brother. I'm enjoying <laughs> the fuck out of it. I'm Derek Lee up final thoughts, then to Chris, <laughs> then me, and I'll have the birthday boy close it out. Derek Lee is off. So, big ups. Happy birthday to my man. Thanks. Scott McCorkle, the Viking, 35 years young today from Asgard. I love that shit. <laughs> That's all I got. I'll pass it. Chris? Well, hell, I, I, I got to say it, too. Happy birthday, my brother. Thank you. Appreciate you. Um, you know what? Being here is fantastic. Having you guys back here because it was, uh, you know, me and Dub staring very sexually in each other's <laughs> eyes last last Wednesday. So, um, for you guys to be here, it's it's kind of nice to have a full house again and uh, uh, everybody around this table. So, thank you guys for being back. But um, for me, I am really looking forward to uh, fall brawl especially with what I'm hearing from some of these teams, what we are seeing as far as talent is concerned, is concerned. Um, but I will say this, and as the division manager, I will say y'all better get yourselves registered. If you don't register, you will not be playing. So get yourself registered. Uh, all coaches out there, make sure that your players are getting registered. So that way we have full teams. Don't forget November 1st is coming up. So that's when you got to have these on. All right. Go ahead, Derek. All right. Quick shout out to the Aces. Looks like they're going to close this thing out this, tonight. Uh, I want to say thank you to Kelly and Chris for holding down the fort. Um, I elevated Kelly to president of the division, and she's basically taken my role for dealing with the league and dealing with the players and fans and doing everything that I had been doing. I'm trying to help out where I can, but I'm focusing on putting deals together, getting us in the right position, getting our broadcast deals together, getting us a stadium, getting us a place to play. And that takes a lot of focus. So I, I had to step away and hire somebody who's more than capable, probably more capable than I am to, get, to get it done. So I just want to send a quick shout out and thank you to Kelly and Chris and thank you to the players and coaches for respecting those guys and treating them and giving them the same amount of love you gave me. I really appreciate it. We'll, we'll keep growing and make this thing special if we keep keeping that attitude. So thank you. Glad to be here. Now, normally I would send this to your phone in a long-ass video, but since the whole watching, why not? I've always told yourself, don't sell yourself short. You are a damn good man, Scott McCorkle. The joy that you have and the joy in your son's face when you are together, and to any good father, 
I vicariously lived through that. I don't know if I'll ever have the honor and privilege of having a kid call me daddy, but just seeing how you two interact, I vicariously lived through that. And I know you've made some decisions that you've regret, but the one thing in turn is you've made sure that little Viking has never wanted for anything. Just what you did for him on his birthday just shows how much you go and work yourself to the bone to make sure that he does not want for anything. And I know you're not as spiritual as I am, but hear me when I tell you this. There is an abundance of blessings coming your way. All you have to do is just reach up and receive it. Don't let anybody ever tell you that you're not a man enough because you are a hell of a man. Don't let anybody ever tell you different. And as a father, let me just say, as a father, the way we treat our kids should tell everybody what you need to know about who we are. And when I saw what you did for your son on Facebook, man, absolutely friggin' incredible. Thank you. Absolutely yeah. incredible. And Dub, good speech, Daddy. I'm not done yet. <laughs> I interrupted. You are a hell of a man. I'm honored to know who you are. I'm honored to work beside you in the booth. But more importantly than anything, I'm damn proud to call you my friend. I love you, Scott McCorkle, and there's nothing you can do about it. Take us home. Just don't take your penis out. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Thank God you said so. <laughs> I'm trying to help, bro. You like Man. waterworks. I, Too deep. I ain't got nothing to say. Thank you. I love you guys. We this love you too, baby. Changed my love life. you too, baby. You've changed our lives, Scott. Yep. I got nothing else to say. Love you. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. And of course, um, what the fuck, Dub? <laughs> this, is what I do. this is what I do. Wait. I make grown men cry. This is what I, this is what I do because no, but I have... I'm surprised he was able to get Scotty not to say anything. That was like surprising. I preach, live in the moment, and savor the moment. That's just what I do. That's just who I am. I am a firm believer in giving somebody their flowers while they live because you can't take that to the grave. True. You can't. So. Is it bad as, for me to say preach? No, it's not. Because as long as I'm alive, and as long as the good Lord gives me breath in this body, if you are worthy of flowers, I will sit there and be your biggest cheerleader because something I've learned over the years and something I was taught and watching my grandfather do what he did with the servant's heart, when you give, you get. Even if it's the littlest thing, if you give, you get. So with that said, uh, prayers to Casey, um, where he is staying at, their hotel's on fire. Hopefully everybody is safe there. Our prayers are with you. Special thanks to Derek Duggan, the executive producer. Special thanks wow, to Nick Blaze. came out of nowhere. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like were they guests. cooking meth in that hotel? Thanks, <laughs> right? Special thanks to Quan. Special thanks to Coach Thomas. Special thanks to Mr. Morales, Mr. Rogers, wow. and Mama Blaze via Skype. Um, again, happy birthday to Mr. Scott McCorkle. Um, and all that fun stuff. Um, the doctors are losing. Bust out those brooms, Demabacks. You're damn right. Trying to bust something. Oh, you're definitely going to bust something tonight for sure. I'm, I don't doubt that. With, with all those uh, Rocky Mountain been drinking. But to all of you that have uh, tuned in, we hope you enjoyed watching as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you. For D Squared, for Mr. Vera, for the uh, man that is crimson red and has no words to say and celebrating his birthday, Big Blue Style. And I am just a shiny bald head named Charlie Batch. I'm Charlie Batch. Saying thank you for watching. 
the 55th edition Uncle Charlie. And we'll see you on the other side of the ball. Uncle Charlie! Uncle Charlie!